You're listening to episode 117 of the Fitness Empowerment Podcast, where I will be discussing fiber and some different low, good, and high versions of fiber snacks. Get excited. Welcome to, or welcome back to the Fitness Empowerment Podcast. I'm your host, Danny Phillips, and my goal is to empower you to take that next step on your health and fitness journey. As a fitness, health, and lifestyle entrepreneur, I will share with you stories of triumph, struggle, optimism, and empowerment in all aspects of fitness and health from myself and many guests who have overcome the same obstacles you are working through today. Let's dive into today's topic and get you some actionable steps to apply to your journey. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to the show. My name is Danny. I am your host and I am your resource for fitness, food, and travel. And today I wanted to talk about fiber because it just happened to be a topic that was brought up in a lot of my client nutrition coaching sessions last week. And I feel like it's fresh in my mind. And it's actually, it's a lot of fun to find foods that keep you full and satiated and provide a lot of health benefits. So we're going to go over the difference between what a low fiber food, a good fiber food, and a high fiber food are. And then I'm going to give you a couple different snack options that you can either order online or find at your local grocery store. And this way you can have these snacks around whether you're just keeping them in the car, maybe you're road tripping, or you're just kind of running around, you're a busy parent, or just have them at home. That way, when you go to reach for one of those snacking foods, I, I mean, I'm a road trip snacker hardcore, so I like to have something to just munch on all the time. So these will be some really good options for you to just have around in the house or in the car so that when you are bored and you want something to snack on, you're at least snacking on something that's going to give you some good nutrients and it's going to be beneficial to your health versus snacking on a candy bar that is not going to keep you full and you're just going to want more and more sugar after that. But before we dive into this, a few quick announcements. The Healthy Disney Podcast is getting up and running probably in the next week or so, for sure by the end of April. I am getting a bunch of interviews lined up. I'm working on my intro music and some other fun things. I wanted to have a space where I was really focused on the fitness, food, and travel aspect of Disney alone. And that way, if you're not a Disney fan, then you can stick around over here on the Fitness Empowerment Podcast and know that you're going to get the fitness, food, and travel information without the Disney component. But if you want that Disney component, then you can go over over to that podcast. And if you like both, then you can get it from both sides. I think I will have interviews that will be beneficial for both podcasts. And in that aspect, I will share them on both, or maybe I'll share a part of them on each one, whichever one it kind of fits the bill more for. But I'll keep you posted. I'm really excited. I've got some interviews, not 
well, they're partially lined up. I've sent out some questions and I've had some conversations with some different folks to talk about Whole30 at Disney, vegetarian foods at Disney, um, vegan foods at Disney, run Disney events, and I know I'll be covering different topics like Star Wars Galaxy's Edge menu overviews and things like that. So I'm really excited. I'm kind of trying to figure out what type of a rhythm I want to be in for that podcast and then for what type of a rhythm we'll jump into over here on the Fitness Empowerment Podcast. Instead of doing two episodes on one show each week, I might go to one episode on each show for the for the start of all of this, but I want to have about five or six episodes in the podcast before it launches so that you have a good amount to listen to instead of listening to one episode and getting really excited and then having to wait a week for another one. So I'll keep you guys posted on that. I'm also still working on the research side for volume two of my Healthy Disney Planning Guide, which will be tentatively published late June, early July of this year. I'm going back to Disney in May, late May of 2019, and I will be covering the boardwalk I have already done the research to figure out how I can fit in all the restaurants and quick service locations and snack locations within five days. So I'm really excited about that. If you have any suggestions or questions about the boardwalk and who should be going there and where it is or what you want to see from there or any food suggestions, please let me know. I would love for you to send me an email at healthydisneypodcast at gmail.com. And of course, if you have a very unique uh, food or fitness experience when it comes to Disney and you would like to share that, then please email me at healthydisneypodcast at gmail.com and we can set something up and you can share your story with everyone else. I know I love sharing my perspective, but I only have one story. Well, I have a lot of stories, but I only have the story of Danny's perspective. So if you have a different perspective that will help somebody else, then I would love to share that. And then last but not least, I am doing a Healthy Disney Planning Guide Volume 1 giveaway on Instagram. And my Instagram is at Healthy Disney. You can search Danny Phillips and still find me that way. But it's going on until about 7 p.m., tomorrow night so tuesday night the 9th and all you have to do is subscribe to the podcast which if you're listening you're probably already subscribed but if not make sure you click that subscribe button and then leave me an honest rating and review for the podcast screenshot it and send it to me in in your story or just tag me on your story on instagram and that way i will know that you are entered that is all of the announcements I have today, so let's dive into our discussion on fiber. And we'll keep this, <laughs> Lord knows, Danny does not like talking about bodily functions, so we will keep this pretty darn well science-based. Okay? Okay. <laughs> fiber. Okay. We see so many snacks out there that say, a good source of fiber, good source of this, you know, we want to have fiber. Fiber is really essential for our digestive system, and it's really essential for those of us who are looking to enhance or maintain a certain style of physique and to lose or maintain a certain body weight, body composition. So fiber is super important. You're going to have two different types of fiber, your soluble and your insoluble fiber, and between those, you're going to have types of fibrous foods that are going to kind of act like a sponge and kind of swell up a little bit in your stomach and absorb some of the other calories that you intake, as well as provide a bulk 
to everything going through your system and then being excreted. So you do need to have a certain amount of fiber to help your digestive system move things along in a healthy, happy manner. And if you are not having a bowel movement about once a day, or at least once every other day, then I would recommend that you go and speak to a doctor about it or simply look at what you're eating for the day, for the week, and kind of get an idea like what is my normal fiber intake? Maybe that's the simple way to fix all of this and I can easily not have to go to a doctor and not have to figure out what's wrong because it's just simply that I'm not getting the right nutrition. On average, Americans probably get about 15 grams or less of fiber per day, and that's about half as much as you probably need. In most of my training, it's said about 14 grams of fiber per 1,000 calories that you intake. So if you are eating the kind of quote-unquote standard 2,000 calorie a day diet, then you would need about 28 grams of fiber per day. Now, I've recently read a book called The F-Factor Diet, F-Factor standing for fiber, and I think her name was Tanya Zuckerbrot. This book was fabulous. I would recommend it to anybody. It is not super nerdy, super sciencey. It's really a fun, easy read, and it talks all about fiber and how much you should have per day, how it's going to help you on your weight loss journey, and a ton of the different types of foods and amounts of foods you should be intaking to make sure that you meet what she recommends is the proper amount of fiber per day. And that is anywhere from 25 to 38 grams of fiber per day. So again, that's pretty close to that 28 grams of fiber per 2000 calories. Personally, I try to get in about 30 to 40 grams of fiber per day. It doesn't have to be the exact same amount every day and it doesn't have to come from the same food sources every single day. You also don't need to really worry about soluble versus insoluble, like how much am I getting of each? Um, you're you're going to get a combination of each. <laughs> you don't really need to stress about that. Hey, are you struggling with finding the time to make or buy healthy meals for yourself and your family? Trust me, I get it. I am swamped with running back and forth across town during the day, going client to client and not having a second to myself until I get home at night. And honestly, by the time I get home, I do not want to plan a meal or go out to the store for ingredients and then come home and make dinner for myself and my husband. This is why I order healthy organic meals from Caspiana Catering every week. So each week, Jessica Comages and her team put together a beautiful menu of super nutrition meals that include things like vegan entrees, seafood entrees, rainbow veggie spiral salads, protein breakfast porridge, nourishing glow bowls, and then my favorite, the super seed chocolate almond butter raw bar. I know, it sounds amazing. It is. <laughs> These meals are packed with organic foods and micronutrients that will fuel your day, but without the guilt, I promise. Now, if you're interested in saving some time and boosting your health, then head on over to caspianacatering.com and use the code DANNY15, D-A-N-Y-E-1-5, to save 15% on your first order. Side note, these meals are only available in Shreveport, Bossier, Louisiana, and you must get your orders in by Saturday for Monday pickup or delivery. I can't wait to see what you get, and I hope you enjoy. 
Are you a Disney fan, but you're kind of stressing a little bit because there is so much to do before you go, you don't even know how you're gonna handle it all, and you're just already thinking about how much you're gonna accidentally indulge on all of those magical goodies and then come home and have to probably diet? Come on, I know you don't want that. I don't want that for you. I don't want that for anyone. Not my friends, not my family, not my clients. Nobody needs that. And I figured out the right way to plan your Disney vacation to include just enough health and fitness to make sure that you come home without feeling guilty about the magical vacation you had and feeling like you need to diet. My brand new Healthy Disney ebook is now available on Amazon in Kindle or ebook format as well as paper book paperback format. So I'm really excited to share that with you. It'll be available in audio version as well soon, but I do highly recommend the paperback version. It's really quite like a workbook. There's a ton of activities in there that really take you through mindset and figuring out how to handle objections and talking to the rest of the people that are going on vacation with you and figuring out your workout strategy and how to have some of the fun magical foods, but then make sure you get some of the healthy stuff in there too. So if you're interested, head on over over to Amazon or there will be a link in the show notes below and just type in Healthy Disney and you'll see a picture of me flexing next to Pluto. So click on that ebook. All right. I hope you enjoy it. And I can't wait to hear what you think. Like I said, we see a lot of maybe marketing that says good source of fiber. And then you look on the box and you're like, there's like two grams of fiber in this snack. And you're like, so is two grams of fiber good? Is it bad? Is it not enough? Is it too much? Is that a lot? I think honestly, we find there's so many processed and packaged foods out there right now that when we see that there is fiber in something, we think that that's a good, a quote unquote, good amount of fiber. Now, really what we're looking at is that so many things have zero fiber in them, or it says less than one gram that we're just overall not getting anywhere near enough in. And I do find this with my clients as well. That's something that we have to focus on. And you can have, you know, what you feel like is a normal, healthy digestive system and still not be getting in enough fiber. What Tanya suggests is low versus good versus high amount of fiber is per a 15 gram of carb serving. So if your total carbs are 15 grams, then two grams or less is considered low. 2 grams to 4.9 grams is considered good, and then from 5 grams or higher is considered high. So if you have a granola bar that has 15 grams of total carbs and 2 grams of fiber, that's considered a low fiber option. If you have a, say, a 30 gram, um, or say, say oatmeal, I've found some oatmeal servings that are, let's say, 19 grams of total carbs and some that have been like 27. So if you're looking at a 27 grams of total carbs serving of oatmeal and there's only three grams of fiber in it, then that would be considered a low fiber option. If you're looking at the 19 grams of total carbs and a three gram fiber option, you're kind of looking at a good option. Now, if we're looking for some higher fiber options, there are a few things out there that I like to stick to in the fruit category, raspberries, any type of berry really, but raspberries, blackberries, and then pears are super high in fiber. So if you're looking for some fruits that are going to help keep you full for a little bit longer, 
those three items I think are really great. Um, oatmeal is a good source of fiber, but it's not like you can't just have oatmeal all day long. You'd be ridiculously full. You want to have some other options in there. There are some really great high fiber cracker options that Tanya, Tanya recommends. And I found these online and at Whole Foods, they're called Gigi's Scandinavian Crisp Breads. And I've found them in a plain flavor and in a honey raisin flavor, I believe. The plain flavor I did not like. <laughs> Honestly, it tasted like cardboard, so I'm hoping that the first time I tried them, they were just stale. But when I added jelly or jam or turkey or something else on top of it, it was okay. Now the honey raisin one, that was really good. I had those without anything else added on top of them, no problem. Wasa crackers are also a really high fiber source of cracker. And for those, I want to say I've got two different kinds at the house right now. One of them is each cracker is eight grams of total carbs and three grams of fiber. So that's awesome. That's that's high right there. And then the other cracker is for two crackers, 11 grams of total carbs and two grams of fiber. So you can see that's also a pretty good amount of fiber. So when you start just keeping snacks like this around the house, you are just gonna automatically start eating a little bit more fiber in your day. Now, if you kind of track your food and you have an idea and you kind of look at how much fiber you're taking in and you see that you're only taking in 10 or 15 grams per day, then I don't recommend that you immediately try to go and have 30 or 40 grams of fiber per day. That is a lot to immediately increase and your digestive system is gonna take a few days, maybe a week or so to get used to that. And you have to be consistent with it. So I do recommend if you're looking for a way to make your digestion more consistent and to help things flow a little bit better, then start with just adding in one new thing at a time. Just one, maybe try the crackers, maybe try being consistent with the fruit and just get in like that extra five grams of fiber the first week. Then maybe go to an extra 10 grams of fiber the second week and kind of slowly but surely start to become consistent with increasing that. Something that was kind of funny that came up last week when I had mentioned to a client, a younger client of mine, I think she's 16, she had, we had talked about how intaking fiber can also take, like, take up some of those extra calories that you're intaking instead of those calories being stored as fat, it can intake them and then excrete them out of your system. So by eating more fiber, you can actually take some of those excess calories and put them through your system and then you're not, they're not absorbed. And she said, well, so does that mean I could have a candy bar and some broccoli at the same time and they'll kind of like discount each other? <laughs> that is not the case. And I don't know the exact amount of calories that fiber can pull through the system that's not fibrous calories, but it's not the amount of a candy bar. Maybe if a candy bar is like 200 calories, maybe it'll pull five or 10 of them along with it. So they definitely do not discount each other, but I thought it was kind of funny and I definitely laughed about it a lot later. But honestly, it was a good question and you don't know those answers until you ask those questions. And if you hear that eating fiber can absorb additional calories so that you don't store them as fat, what else would you think if you've never heard this before? So valid, valid question. And if any of you were thinking the same thing, no, you cannot eat a candy bar and then eat some fiber and expect them to cancel each other out. Now the benefit maybe of eating a candy bar along with a vegetable would be that your blood sugar levels won't rise so quickly and it will take longer for you to digest all of those things together. So from that aspect, instead of the candy bar kind of 
satisfying you in the moment and then you being hungry 15, 20, 30 minutes later, you would not be hungry for a little bit while longer, a little while longer. <laughs> so I hope that helps a little bit to let you understand that while it's not going to cancel it out, it's not going to take all the calories from candy bar and just put them through your system as if it didn't count. Um, it will help the digestion slow. And so you'll stay full for a longer period of time and thus maybe not being so hungry by the time your next meal comes around and not overeating at your next meal. Okay. That's going to do it for today. I wanted to keep this episode short and sweet and let me know if you have any questions about fiber, if you have other food topic suggestions you would like to cover and send those again to me at Healthy Disney Podcast or at Danny at the diet Both of those email addresses will be in the description box below and I will make sure that your question or topic suggestion is put in the proper category. And don't forget about the giveaway. All you have to do is head on over to iTunes and leave an honest rating and review. It could take you less than two minutes. You can do it literally while you're listening to podcasts, um, unless you're like driving or doing something else, then please focus on the road. But it really doesn't take much time and it really does help the podcast grow. That is one of the ways of helping me to get this podcast out to more people. So if you enjoy this content and you feel like it's benefited you in some way, then please do me a favor and simply share it and leave an honest rating and review so that my content can reach more people and help more people to live their best life. That being said, have a wonderful Monday and I will talk to you guys soon. I can't wait to just keep you updated on everything that's going on with the book series and the podcast. And that's all I have for today. Okay. Talk to y'all in the next episode. Bye. Thank you so much for spending time with me today and listening to the fitness empowerment podcast. If you felt empowered to make a change in your life and take the next step on your health and fitness journey, then please do me a favor and take a moment to share this episode with a friend who needs to hear this message. This podcast is available via iTunes, SoundCloud, and Anchor, which shares to a multitude of other platforms, so make sure you check out the platform that you enjoy most. And if you really, truly do enjoy this content, then please do me another favor and go over to iTunes, give this podcast a five-star rating and an honest review, and that will truly help the podcast to grow and reach as many people as possible. So thank you in advance for that. Also, if you know of someone, perhaps a friend or family member that has been through a huge struggle in their fitness and health journey and they have overcome that struggle, please pass them on to me. I would love to hear about their journey and share it with the rest of the world. Until next time, cheers to your next leap of strength.